Hello, Monday. Be kind to us all. Salute Nation. It's February 20th, 2023, 3.40 a.m. on the East Coast, and it's currently 42 degrees out here this morning in New York, episode 50. Ah, yep, it's Monday. Hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. If you are a member of the NWA, I salute you. If you are not a member of the NWA, I still salute you. Black Saturday, Raider Benz. Somebody else got exposed. I enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. Here being almost 50 years old. Serious. Serious. See, you, you got to be a kid at heart. All right? As you get older, there's things you just can't do anymore. But you still can enjoy idiots being exposed. And that's what we do. That's what we do here in NWA. Criteria to become NWA, which is nation with an attitude. The number one rule, you have to be a Raider fan. Number two rule is you can't be anybody from the Mount Skidmarks, as those that call it the Mount Shieldmores, or their fucking groupies. Uh, yep, but Black Saturday was amazing, amazing time. See, what Black Saturday is, it's pretty much the underground fight club without physical fights. You get on there, most of the time it's getting on there talking shit, having a good time. You don't have to be a Raider fan to get up there on Black Saturday and talk your shit. You don't even have to get on the panel and talk your shit. Shit. We do a lot of talking shit in the chat. I know because I'm involved with that. <laughs> but again, Black Saturdays are always on Raider Benz. And it helped NWA get formed. Meaning, it brought out this nation of attitude. It brought out the attitude. As Raiders should have. We should be the ones that are walking around going, fuck you. And if you don't like it, do something about it. The people that we've been exposing... Princess Cox, a.k.a. Tragic Graphic Raider. New Jersey Khan, a.k.a. Wasted. Lapdog, a.k.a. Hammer. The Hamburger, a.k.a. Andy. Oh, I forgot. Mitch is known as... Let's see, what name did I coin him the other day? 
It was on Black Saturday I coined. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, the fraudulent Raider is Mitch. He is their fifth. And, of course, they have a bunch of groupies. Um, They don't need to be named just because they're groupies. Of course, you get, why so much division? Why can't we all just get along? Why are you guys going after Mount Sheetmore? Because we have receipts on them. They're not good people. I used to have so much respect for Tragic Raider. For Andy. I never really cared much for Wasted. He's not really in my sights of bashing. I still think of him as a New Jersey con. For those that need clarification of what I mean by New Jersey con, is somebody, if you've ever been to the boardwalk in New Jersey, what you have people coming up to there selling to you is a bunch of cons. That's the New Jersey con reference. Andy, who I always thought that, you know, if we no one has dirt on Andy because he doesn't get involved with it. And then he got involved. He got involved by calling everybody that represents the nation, well, NWA, because, listen, we don't start nothing. It gets brought to us. And then, of course, like anybody should, is defend yourself. We throw these receipts out at these little asshats And not one of them have come to defense of themselves. Why? Two reasons. A, they don't care because they're getting money and rightfully so. Hey, listen, I have no beef with them about their money. Get it while you can get it. I'm not even pissed off at Mitch for, okay, yeah, yeah, he's a clown. He's... He's a fraudulent Raider. He's only a Raider fan because he's getting paid to cover the Raiders. That's all he is. No different than Sanjit, who I coin as Sanjit. I think of him as a 49er fan. Now, I don't have proof that he's a 49er fan, but I just, you know, he just reminds me of a 49er. So, yeah. That's what Black Saturdays have been about, and it's going to continue to be about until they own, own up to it. Come clean. I mean, I know why, you know, the Princess Cox is not coming about and talking about anything. Because the receipts are on him is not, he's not a good dude. He cheats on his wife. He shows his uh, private part to individuals that he shouldn't while he's married. Or even you shouldn't unless it's asked about, you know, if, if that young lady asked for you to show it and you do, that's one thing. But if not, that's another thing. 
Prince's Cox. I used to have respect for you. That's dead. That's dead and gone. You are a piece of trash. You just are. Andy, I lost respect for you, but that's easily regained. Just apologize. Just come out clean. So listen, I, I only said what I said because uh, Princess Cox told me to. We all know you don't, you, you're not forming this opinion. We all know you didn't call us pussy because it's what you truly believe. I mean, hell, you, you already backtracked whatever you said towards Ja. Oh, we're just kidding. Pussy. And then you called his gym that he trains at to talk to his trainer to ask? Pussy. That's a bitch move. Now on to Hammer. I truly still don't have anything personally against Hammer. I think he is a lapdog. And if you hear this, Hammer, and you give me a call, you know, hey, I'll tell you, you're a lapdog. You get too excited when Master Prince's Cox acknowledges you. See, this is what it's like in wrestling world. You are the Usos. And Princess Cox is the Roman Reigns. That's what you treat him like. That's what you treat him like. That's exactly what you treat him. That's, I mean, you wave your ass when he acknowledges you. That's a lap dog. Truth hurts, I know. I know. And it's cool. You're more welcome to call and, you know, talk this out. Shit, you can even call and threaten. That's fine. I'm cool with that, too. See, I'm cool with verbal. I'm cool with confrontation. And here's a warning to all. Not only am I cool with confrontation word, but even physical. I don't back down. There is no flesh that I'm afraid of, or even group of numbers that I'm afraid of. You can have 50 and just me, and I'm still going to walk in between y'all and say, <laughs> because I fear no man. I fear no flesh at all. Now, if you're a spider or a snake, well, that's a different story. That's a different flesh. Definitely afraid of that shit. Anyways, that's my opening statement. Let's get on to uh, some news. Meta is going to be launching paid verification. It's a system for Facebook and Instagram. The subscription base, which is which starts at twelve dollars a month, um, also offers other perks. Now I don't know what the other perks are. Don't really care. The rollout will begin sometime this week. 
called Meta Verified. $12 web subscription and $15 a month per iOS. So Apple users, Apple phone. Yeah. Um, my opinion of this. Now, it has its benefits because when people see that check mark, that means you're you're about it in many ways, like you're legit in many ways, right? Even if you're paying for it, you're you're still paying. You know what I mean? You pay to do this. I look at that as being more legit. If you put time and monthly payments to put your name out there and, and saying this is who I am, I, I'm cool with that. Downfall? Now that it's subscription-based, does that mean a troll can use your name? Like a fraud, you know what I mean? Someone can use, for instance, someone can make another account with my name in it and my photo. And if they pay the monthly subscription, they will have the blue check or the check mark. and say that I decide not to, and I'm the real one who is more, I mean, you, you know what I mean? That I'm just, that's something you got to think about. There's probably other perks into it where there's identification to prove that you're who you say you are to get this, not just, you know, doing a subscription. I mean, but anyways, I'm all for it. I think it's cool. I mean, Twitter's doing it a little bit. I, I forgot the price for that. Um, I, I don't use Twitter. I, I just, I, I think Twitter is just annoying. But yeah, I'm, all, I'm cool with that. <clears throat> ah, here's another one. Remember on um, episode 49, I mentioned that Microsoft will try to fix Bing's chat GPT AI-like. Um, from the errors and bizarre chats. Well, the follow-up to that is this. Microsoft will now limit to five replies to keep conversations normal. Now, like on episode 49, I haven't come across any bugs or, or, or bizarre replies by the AI. But then again, I also don't... I don't talk stupid with that. It's an AI. You know, I'm using it to write better code or or if I want to write a script out, I you know, I'll 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 give the key notes and bulletin points and then that does the rest. I'm not going to sit there and say, "Hey, yo, hey. So what are you having for dinner?" Well, uh, um um are you gay? Describe me in five words. I'm not going to do any of that shit because why? Which I do know of people who ask that AI describe me in five words. And I'm thinking, idiot, jackass, retarded, um, stupid, um, probably a Charger fan or a Queef fan. Oh, wait, that's more. That's seven, eight words <laughs> or more. You get the point. So moving on, Saturday was also the Elimination Chamber. This pay-per-view was really entertaining, and it made sense. 
See, now I don't watch Raw or SmackDown. I mean, I don't watch too often. Once in a while, maybe glance at it and see what's going on and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it, it hasn't been knockout shows, but they're, with Triple H as creative director, it, you could feel the effect of it. This, this pay-per-view was just simply great. Even though I haven't watched SmackDown Raw or paid too much attention to it, the card simply made sense. The winners made sense. The losers looked strong, and it made sense. Of course, this is the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania. And so now we know that Asuka and that woman's uh, elimination chamber match, fucking fantastic. That the, everyone know, Everybody deserves a standing ovation. It was a great, entertaining match. The selling was perfect. This whole this whole card was had, and I'll get to the rest of that. But, anyways, Oscar won, so she moves on to face uh, Bianca Belair for the women's Raw Women's Title Championship. Um, the only one that I didn't like of the matches was the Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Now, I, I liked the match. It felt Goldberg versus Brock with the spears and and then the F5s and, you know, it did all that stuff, but they're two big dudes. You know what I mean? They're, they're power buck guys, so it's going to be that way. I didn't like the finish. I, I just didn't like the finish. And, of course, the winner of this is pretty much was going to face Bray Wyatt anyways. And Bobby Lashley won on a DQ because Brock Lesnar was in that full Nelson. He couldn't get out of it, and instead he just lifted his leg up the back behind him and caught Bobby Lashley in, in the balls, private area. And that's a disqualification. I, I just didn't like that finish. A, a DQ in a third match? This was supposed to be the rubber match between these two, right? And now it's a DQ. That's not a, that's not a clean win. Story wise, that just didn't. That just it's like. So are we going to have a match on Monday? Tonight? Are we going to have a Monday? I'm running night raw. We're going to have Lashley versus Lesnar, and the winner faces Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. I'm thinking it's going to. I, maybe I don't know. Either way, the winner of this. If it happens tonight, is going to face Lashley or face Wyatt at WrestleMania. I'm picking Lash, uh, 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 Lashley. He should win because he's more there than Brock Lesnar. So yeah, Edge and his wife Beth Phoenix versus Rhea Ripley and Finn was a fantastic match. Um, the women look strong, power bombing both guys. Fucking beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I, again, the winner, Edge and Beth. Uh, this is setting up between we're going to see the, you know, Beth versus Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. We're most likely going to see Finn versus Edge at WrestleMania. Uh, it just, it, it was a fantastic match. Fantastic match. You got the creator. 
of the Judgment Day, known as, you know, well, at Edge. And Finn is, well, I mean, Bullet Club. and <laughs> But, yeah, it was a great match, great finish, good, fun action. Yeah. Austin Theory retains his U.S. title in the men's side of um, the chamber. And the big star out of this, even though Theory won, you had the interference by Logan Paul on Seth Rollins. That's a match for WrestleMania. Logan Paul versus um, Seth Rollins. Montez Ford. Montez Ford I want to talk about a little bit. This is, he's a fantastic athlete. But the question is, the olden days used to be if you're in a tag team and you outshine your your, your tag team partner, they usually break you up. They usually break you up. Shawn Michaels with Marty Jannetty, the same way. Shawn Michaels kicks him, kicks him through the fucking uh, window, and that begins the Shawn Michaels era. Edge and Christian had their fallout. Montez Ford, I hope they don't do it that way. I think you can have a good singles run even though you're a tag team or consider a tag team. Don't do W Triple H, do not break that tag team up. WWE is hurting for tag teams, and you don't want to break up the Street Profits. But Montez is, my God, everybody was a star in this, but. It just, Montez is just, wow. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is setting up. We're going to see Seth Rollins and and um, Logan Paul. Austin Theory, I'm not sure who who he's facing for the WrestleMania. We'll know from time now to then. Um. Oh, yeah, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. Now, this match, the crowd was in it all night, but this one, of course, Sami Zayn being, because this this was in Montreal, and Sami's from that area, and that hometown crowd was just loud, perfect by Roman Reigns to respond to it in the way as a heel should. Sammy eating it up as a face should. The back and forth of of of, of close falls. It, it, perfect. You had the the you know Jay coming in looking as he does. Jimmy coming in looking as he does. Uh well, well you know, Jimmy coming in, you know, being, it's hard to tell those two apart, actually. <laughs> They're twins. But one of the Usos got in there, got his licks in on Sami Zayn when the refs got, you know, of course, the refs got knocked down twice. Um, that's just normal. Um, and then the other Uso, the opposite Uso, <laughs> was hesitant. And he did not lay a finger on Sami Zayn and pretty much stood in the front so Roman Reigns does not. Um, I again, I don't know what this means for the Usos as far as a tag team. 
you again, WWE is hurting for tag teams, and you split up the Usos, who's one of the best tag teams of all time. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and they are the tag team champs. So here's the thing: Roman Reigns won. Of course, it's setting up for him versus Cody at WrestleMania for the uh, undisputed titles. And uh, the tag team championships are on the line. So you're going to figure the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Um, Sign me up. WrestleMania is looking so far to be, as it should, the Super Bowl of professional wrestling. But this was just flat out just beautiful. Flat out beautiful. Now, what I want to talk about right now quick is The Last of Us, episode six. It's nine episodes in this series, at least for the first season. And it's titled episode six. I thought that was kind of funny, just episode six. Nothing else. Every other other one of the episodes, previous five, had names to them. And this one was just named episode six. But anyways, three months after the uh, episode five, Joel... And Ellie in search for Joel's brother, Tommy. The season is now winter. Open up beautifully. I don't want to give away too many or too much of uh, information or, or if just in case nobody has seen this. But there's this one reference of sheep. The sheep reference was made by, was made from Joel to Ellie because sheep, this is what Joel is saying to uh, jo, uh, Ellie, because sheep do what they're told and are quiet, which is opposite of Ellie. Um, Ellie, of course, caught that and used sarcastic, <laughs> which was fantastic playoff. Um, also, Ellie's love for space was mentioned in this, furthermore, and I thought it was beautifully done. Of course, Joe and Tommy do meet up in this episode, and of course, the Jackson community. I'm um, just like how it was in the game. The location, the looks of it, looks exactly like how it was in the game. No lie, no lie. It actually looks exactly like the community, the Jackson community. Um, now there was a little change to the story of a character. I'm not going to say who. There are people who are already beefing about it. To me, it doesn't matter. It's not like they changed the the full story. It just somebody is different than what they were in the games. Um, Dina also maybe perhaps made a presence. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. They had a little wording back and forth. Of course, it was a stare contest and. Ellie didn't like it and thought that was rude and responded. You're going to have to freaking watch it to know what I'm saying. Uh, Remember, I'm trying not to give too much information. Joel told Tommy the secret or about Tess, as well as about Tess. But 15 minutes left into this episode, Joel and Ellie go on to the journey to meet the Fireflies in Colorado. Um, Abandoned building of a Fireflies where they were supposed to meet. Was no longer there, was abandoned, but four individuals of thugs were there. They also show monkeys running around, uh, which was kind of close to the game. You, you kind of had that feel. 
And again, this episode was great. Episode was great. And it also, the previews for episode seven looks to be the DLC story that was in Last of Us called Left Behind. Which the that DLC is the prequel to that. It is the prequel to the story of Ellie and how she got bit. So next week's episode is going to be good. I can't wait to watch it. So, uh, yeah, that's all I want to talk about as far as um, the news and the information and opening statement. So this is what I'm going to do. You know what I'm going to do. I don't know why I have to say it. I'm going to hit you with the transition, come back, and then we'll talk about the sports. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. I mean it. I'll be right back. Don't, don't, do not, do not cancel. Don't go away. I'll be back. That transition was called the slider. It's fitting since it's a uh, baseball season. No mind hit. You know, I sucked at hitting sliders, so. But anyways, uh, let's get on with some sports. XFL. Yep, I didn't watch any of it. I didn't watch any of it, but I kept update with the store uh, the, with the scores. So I mean, I I know the scores. I, I know that there's only eight teams, um, just like the USFL. So um, XFL. Two games was on uh, um, on the. What day was it? The 18th. <laughs> uh, Arlington Renegades beat Vegas Vipers 22-20. to Houston Roughnecks crushed the Orlando Guardians 33-12. to Then on February 19th, to also two games were on the schedule, as St. Louis Battlehawk defeats San Antonio Brahamas, what the fuck? Brahmas, yeah, I guess. 18 to 15, DC Defenders, kind of fitting, beats Seattle Sea Dragons 22 to 18. And that concludes their week one. Again, only eight teams. I won't pay much attention to the games as much as, I mean, as far as like watching it. Uh, but uh, maybe in the postseason I will. Or maybe I will eventually, or I, you know, it all depends if I have time. Um, so moving on, USFL. Got some USFL news. Will begin their season on April 15th with eight, with two games. They also, with two games on uh, August 15th, um, they also have eight teams. Eight teams, yeah. They, I think they have eight teams too, right? Yeah, eight teams. Um, I will not watch too many of these games either. Uh, it all depends because it's football. I mean, it's baseball season, so I'm going to be spending a lot of time watching baseball. I mean, it's 162 game. Granted, I'm not going to watch every game of baseball. Well, yeah, I probably will. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it makes cover it just like 
as much or little like I do with XFL. Moving on. I'm actually stunned by this one. I'm actually stunned. I'm stunned by this one. I predicted the Hoyas will lose, and they won. They won on February 19th against the Butler Bulldogs. 68-62, which they snapped. Two losing streaks with this win. The first one was that six-game losing streak they were currently on, as well as a 22-road losing streak. They lost 22 games on the road until that game. With this win, Georgetown is now 7-21, 2-15 in the Big East. They have three games left. If they win all three, they got 10 wins. Uh, so, but the first one out of those three that I'll talk about right now is the next game, which is February 22nd, where the Hoyas host the 16 and 12, 6 and 11 Biggie in the Big E, St. John's Red Storm who are coming off a 64-57, or my bad, who are coming off a loss to 18th-ranked Creighton on February 18th. The Red Storm are 64-57 all-time against the Hoyas, which includes a 75-73 win on January 29th. My prediction. Now, St. John's has a terrible, terrible road record, just like the Hoyas. And this is in Georgetown. Georgetown are about 5 and 10 at home. 5 and something at home. I'm going to go with the Hoyas will win. Pretty shocked, huh? It's not the first time I predicted the Irish to win, but they end up losing anyways. Uh, but yeah, I'm going Hoyas to win. Moving on to the Irish. The Notre Dame. It's now official. Notre Dame promoted Jared Parker to offensive coordinator. And that's really all the news right now for on the Irish. Let's go the Bulls. NBA's on, you know, just coming off their all-star break. So the Bulls return to play on February 24th, which is this Friday coming, against the Nets, who are 34 and 24. Seven and a half games back in Chicago. The Bulls, who are 26 and 33, 16 games back. 11th seed, 20 and 20 in the Eastern Conference, 16 and 13 at home, 10 and 20 on the road, 3 and 7 in the last 10 games, and they are on a nine game losing streak. Predictions 
Nets will win. I think the Nets are a better team. Um, now the results will be mentioned on this game um, on, on next Monday's show, the 27th, along with the February 26th game that the Bulls are having against the Wizards in Chicago. Prediction for that, Bulls will win in that game. We'll, we'll beat the Wizards. So the record at that time of next Monday should be 27-34 for the Bulls. Um, now, again, if my predictions of the Bulls will be talked about again, you know, on next Monday. So now, let's move on to some to some Yankees. Well, the pitchers and catchers have reported to camp on February 16th. Position players will be today, or uh, later on today, February 20th. Um, first spring training game for the Yankees is February 25th, and that is against the Phillies, so this weekend. I'll go over more in depth of spring training information on this coming Friday's episode, the 24th. Um, so far, the injuries, DJ LeMayu, Nestor Cortez, Michael King, Ron Mariachi, I know I fucked his name up, are expected to be ready by opening day, which is big news. Um, Austin Wells should be ready sometime this week. Of course, he's most likely going to be in the minor leagues anyways. Um, uh, Lewis Gill, who most likely would be also in the uh, minor league, he should return sometime in the second half of this season if he comes back at all this season. Um, he's just coming off of Tommy John which occurred on uh, the surgery, Tommy John surgery on May 20, 2022. So, yeah, so that's pretty much all the baseball that I want to cover. Yankees, of course. Um, more about that will be on the Friday's epi episode. So the Raiders side of it. Just rumors. I mean, there's nothing much you could talk about. Wish lists, the wants, typical offseason from a team with a lot of questions. That's that's that just welcome to welcome to the offseason. I mean that's normal for every team right now. It's it's the offseason. So uh closing statements. It amazes me that when individuals have some explaining to do and own up to the shit. To their shit. Their sheep still act like they're groupies. That pretty much ties in together with my opening statement. Do the right thing, Mount Skidmarks. Do the right thing. Admit that you assemble the four of you was a bad thing.
It was the bad thing because I'm not saying you did this deliberately. But when you formed that group, you singled out everybody else. And then everybody who just seen you guys as it. As this is the only way the Raider Nation needs to be. Again, I'm not saying you did it deliberately. But by doing that, you did cause that division. This division that it's currently in, you caused it. I hold all four of you fully responsible for this. I'm not again, I'm not saying you never did this deliberately. I'm not mad that you want to make money. I'm not mad that you formed this group. I'm mad that not once did you invite somebody else to come on your panels or acknowledge other people who are not part of this Mount Shitmores. All you have to do is send the olive branch to every content creator. And, and, and I get it. There's, there's always going to be situations where people just don't get along. That happens everywhere. I'm not mad at that. I'm not aggravated with that. I'm aggravated with the sense that, yeah, you guys still put up good numbers. I'm proud of that. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at people who, who want to support other people. See, and that's the difference between us and the NWA and you guys. Is that we acknowledge everybody in the nation. There is nobody above the shield. But you four act like you are the it factors. And you're not. You're not. You know what makes a real Raider fan? Is everybody who continues to support the Raiders during the shit years. That's what being a Raider fan it's not supporting them when we do good. Own up to this. Don't pretend that you did this for all of us. Don't. Because you didn't. You didn't. You may have your groupies fooled. But you don't have any of the rest of us. You guys' beef with Wi-Fi. Now, I'm not a fan at all of his takes. But once he surpassed you, tragic, you didn't like it. You did not like that at all. Because he doesn't need you. Because he doesn't kiss your ass. And you don't like that. You, you want you want yes men. That's why that, that's why your shit mores are all a bunch of yes men. Mitch, yes man. I, I I do got a question for Mitch though. Um, 
I know you wear makeup. I, I'm pretty sure you do. You seem like the person that does. Um, how how do you keep your face from not breaking out from all that makeup? Just just asking. It's just, it's just I'm just asking for a friend. But all of you are a bunch of ass kissers towards him. You're yes men. You get all excited. Look at Tragic Raider. He responds to me. Uh, only peace that would never happen ever again because I have no respect for this individual is you tragic you Joshua once you told somebody to go kill themselves From that moment on, I lost all respect for you. You I want to fail the most. I mean, it is what it is, right, Joshua? Come on, man. You have a fucking, you used to have, you used to be so, what happened to that kid? What happened to him? Or is this the real you? Is this the real Joshua? Is this the, the because the, the Joshua that I met before, I mean, not face to face, Matt. I was there when you only have five to 10 people in your lives. I was there before you reached that 1K. I was there when I wasn't the first mod, but I was there when Nate was one of your mods, the, one of the original mods. Of course, you took away his mods for God knows what reason. You took Jesse and my mods away because we hung out with Ben. You didn't like that. And sure, there was shit that I was saying. I, I, I didn't like the whole fact of this first it formate, or you know, the full horsemen. And then it turned into the Mount Skid Marks or Shield Moors. And, you know, when you had your beef going on with Sultan the Twat, who I lost respect for, too. Um, of course, he can always apologize and say, you know, that vi that that audio that came out when he talked shit about me and all eyes and a bunch of us. You know, one of the Black Fridays that happened a couple weeks ago. He can always come back from that. With me, at least. And he can always come back because he never called me personally a pussy. If he did, I wish you say that to my face. I will knock you out. Oh, yes, I would. Easy. Knockout. I really don't have any issues with Hammer. I don't. I don't have any. I. I he is the lap dog. Yeah. Wasted. I. I just. He never done anything to me either. But, I mean, 
I mean, none of y'all did anything directly to me. But all three, the, the three of you have, you can come back from this, I believe. Joshua, you can't. Once you told somebody to go kill themselves. No. Now, I'm, I'm sure you can come back from it by apologizing to them. Sure. But, see, this is where a narcissist can't comprehend what I'm saying. You can never, ever admit that you're wrong. And apologize. I mean, since you said this to this person on a live, or I think it was a live, forgot where I heard it or seen it. I definitely, you know, saw the receipts of it. Just apologize. That's all you got to do. And whatever comes after that, that's on the rest of people to, to acknowledge it and accept it. No one in the NWA is saying for the groups to stop. And they shouldn't. There's okay having factions and groups and families. I mean, that's what booster clubs are pretty much about. The difference is between us and you guys, you are definitely telling people don't watch us. Don't listen. Don't show out. We're not telling anyone to do that with you. Or for you. If you want to watch Joshua, you can. Please do. If you want to watch Wasted, do it. Please do. If you want to watch Andy, please do. If you want to watch Hammer, please do. If you want to watch Sultan, please do. If you want to watch Mitch, go ahead. But again, it amazes me that when individuals have some explaining to do and own up to shit, their sheep still act like they are groupies. Until next time, Salute Nation.